Welcome to another episode of Based News Network featuring me, Punk Revolution Now, and Sophie, aka Joan of Arca. Say hi, hi there. Sophie. There she goes. <laughs> he gives me permission to say hi and I and I listen, so Well, I did <laughs> That's not usually well, how it goes. Usually she just says hi and I don't give permission. Ooh. I don't feel the I don't feel like I don't feel like I need to give women permission to do anything. I think they all have permission to do whatever they want always. Hmm. So I'll keep that in mind next time. Yeah, as long as the only thing I don't give women permission to do is vote for Donald Trump. No! Exactly. Don't you know that song where it's like real women vote for Trump? We don't need no liberal chump. Such an epic song. Yeah, I know that song, and I have lost a little bit of sleep thinking about that song at night. <laughs> I, I was, went to bed at 9 p.m., my bedtime, and I'm up at 3 a.m., shaking in, in bed, raged, enraged that Aww. someone wrote that song. It's okay. It wasn't real. It was an, it was an uh, AI. AI song. Like, Hatsune Miku. It was fake. It, it, was, it was a troll. Don't worry. Okay, good. It was Thank just you. a troll. Thank you. I'm happy to hear. Yeah, it's just a troll. We have epic news this week. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, we do lots of news this week. I think we got some thingies. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure everyone's thinking about this already, because it just like keeps getting progressively more insane and like worse and worse. Um, but Kanye West is is doing a thing basically, where he's being weird. Sophie again. and I were going to record the podcast yesterday, but we decided to do it today instead and i i was thinking you know it's probably a good thing we do it tomorrow because there's a good chance that in the next 24 hours kanye west is going to tweet something even more anti-semitic than the day before because there was literally like there's been three maybe even more probably more like anti-semitic things that kanye west have said and each has gotten like a little bit more or a lot more, rather, like, aggressively anti-Semitic. First, he was on Tucker Carlson, where he said that Jared Kushner signed the Abraham Accords for money, which um, the Abraham Accords was, like, the normalization of relations between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, two countries that have had a lot of tension in the past, and this this trade, this, uh, this, this these peace these, this peace deal whatever you want to call it this peace treaty um, has has allowed these two countries to resume trading. Um, I think there was already a lot of trade between these two countries, but it was like on the DL. Anyways, Kanye West said that this trade deal or this peace deal was signed by Jared Kushner for money, and there's people saying, "Oh, that's a that's a a trope to suggest that Jared Kushner and Israel is only so- signing this deal for for money." Um, and then Diddy, um, the rapper Diddy, uh, there was, I don't know, just so Kanye West posted screenshots of text messages between him, between him and Diddy, where he said that like Kanye West said that, um, Diddy was like controlled by the Jews or something like that. Oh my God. Yeah. And then after that, he tweeted something about how he's going death con three on the Jews and oh my God, how that was insane. <laughs> and then implied that Jews created cancel culture and that like he's getting his posts removed and stuff from social media because of uh the Jews, I guess. It's kind of what he's implying. So 
I don't know. There's, I mean, this is also just the tip of the iceberg. And I, like, th this is not like, but this is not Diddy who's like posting these screenshots. Like, hey guys, unfortunately, Kanye West is being anti-Semitic. No, this is Kanye West posting these screenshots, just showing the whole world how much, he, like, just incriminating himself. Incriminating himself. Um, I, 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 I seriously don't think he's well. No. Right now, I no. mean, he hasn't been well for a long time, but no. Um. This happens. But he's, he's bipolar, right? He is bipolar. Yeah. This is not the first time he's done some pretty bad no, stuff. No, definitely not. Um, this is pretty intense, though. I mean, like anti-Semitism. It's a pretty, pretty. Uh, it's a, it's a, that's somewhere you don't want to go. That's a yeah, really dark place to go. Yeah, and I mean, some of the anti-Semitism that he was, you know, spewing was definitely like anti-semitic if you know what i mean it was explicitly anti-semitic there's no like explicitly there's yeah. no question that it was bigoted it's so funny to me that wrong. like kanye west got like a post taken down from instagram and then tucker carlson was like yes now we can have him on the show and talk about how bad cancel culture is and then kanye west tweets something oh and then elon god. musk is like welcome to twitter we are we here Don't oh my god i saw that like elon musk and T tucker carlson are like yay we finally have like a black conservative we get to like post about and stuff and then like I mean, not only that but someone like that people worship yeah exactly and then like two days later kanye west is just like well he's gone he's gone anti-semitic mode um yeah i bet they feel pretty dumb now because it looks like they're endorsing like it really does look like they're endorsing anti-semitism like well, that like I don't, I don't think know. this does, is. I mean, I don't know. Not? I feel like probably a lot of guests on Tucker Carlson's show. That's true. That's true. Have already done this kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, it's know. it's really it's funny. It's not a, it's not a great look for anyone involved, really. No, I I don't know. I, I for me, the moment where I realized okay, so this has always been a, like a debate in my head and a lot of people's head. How much of Kanye West's insanity is him doing stuff for publicity because he has an album dropping or something, versus how much of it is because he's bipolar. Versus how much of it is because he's, like, genuinely a bad person. You know, those are three different things. Um, yeah. And, and it's, I feel it's, like I really relate to that dilemma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's how it is a lot. I'm in sure we all have people in our lives that you can't figure out how much of them are genuinely a bad person versus how much of it is them being acting out of mental illness, suffering from mental illness. But for me, the moment I lost Kanye where I said, you know what? I'm, I can't make excuses anymore. I, I know he's bad bipolar disorder, but for me, it was when he had Marilyn Manson on his album Donda, like immediately oh, yeah. after, immediately after all these sexual uh, abuse allegations were coming out of, about Marilyn Manson. Uh, it was a deliberate statement. It was basically. a yeah. Kanye West was like, "I'm on an album f dedicated to his own mom." Like, yeah, what? exactly, exactly. It was an intention. Like, it's one thing if you have someone who's has a bad reputation on your album, but because you just love their creative output so much, you're just gonna turn a blind eye. That's problematic enough. But this was very clearly like Kanye's like, "I am going to have this person on my album because it's going to piss a lot of people off because he's problematic," which is like really gross and offensive and i don't know like there's really no like significant i mean there there's no like actual statement other than like i just want this controversial person to be on my album to piss people off like there's no meaning 
like real meaning behind that decision. There's no like artistic merit yeah. to it at yeah. all. Yeah, and I tr- and I tried saying that when Donda came out, I was I was trying to say like this is really bad. This is like you 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 see what he's doing. He's like trying to get clickbait by exploiting like sexual abuse. And I don't know, I feel like it went under the radar. Donda got like a lot of positive reception and stuff, and it really was frustrating. And I feel like now with the anti-Semitism thing, finally, I think people are getting the idea that like, no, Kanye West, yeah, he's got bipolar disorder. We feel bad for him. It's really sad. Yeah, he's got some great music, but like, clearly he's gone into like, he's gone completely into just like, I'm going to hurt other people and I don't care because it gives me attention because that's just who I am at this point. So... I've I don't know it's there's it's it's definitely beyond the point where you can make excuses anymore. Uh, I don't his tweet also is just so insane. Like what the heck is DeathCon three? Um, you know people were saying it sounds scary. It sounds scary, yeah. Because there's DefCon, which is like this United States. What does it stand for? I have it right here. Uh, it stands for the De- Defense Readiness Condition, which is like the scale on one to five of like how alert. United States defense um, armed forces are and some people are saying like okay maybe he means like three on the scale of the DEFCON scale um, but he said death con like death which is different and a lot more aggressive and a lot more like violently like kind of like threatening kind of vibes I mean yeah the history of anti-semitism I mean like death camp you know like yeah yeah it's scary <laughs> yeah it's it's it really 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 sucks and oh yeah, also he freaking wore a White Lives Matter shirt a few yeah, days ago. Yeah, that's what the original reason we were gonna talk about him, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Is like I'm glad. See, the, the podcast- thing is, it's just like you know devolved into this yeah. like, episode that he's having. Yeah. It seems. Um, I don't know, and I I agree with you. I think he's you know just straight up an asshole. Like he's just a bad, like a cruel person at this point in his life. Um, but. When I don't know when I the way I see him behaving right now, like I see someone who is not okay in the head, and that's not like a and a, that's not me pitying him or anything like that. Really, it's not like like I'm not giving like making any excuses at all for him because I have a lot of like I've definitely been hurt by like a very similar situation or like you know someone with bipolar disorder and um, you know who's also just not nice, you know? But, like, I don't know. When I'm seeing this stuff in the news and on Twitter or whatever, I, I like, I can't help but think that, I don't know, that he's, like, having some sort of, like, insane episode. Yeah. Like, no I think he's he delusional. Like, I think, I, like, think he's not sane right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I would love the, I would love for him to get help and then like apologize mm-hmm. and be like, I'm on my medication now. I'm sorry you had to see that. I'm going to go back to making good music. But the thing is, is like this has happened over and over again. Oh, yeah, and yeah, over yeah. Again. This has been going on for years now. Yeah. And maybe it's maybe because he's surrounded by a bunch of like people who worship him and yeah, like want they're to, like, enabling him. For yeah, are enabling him, not telling him for like he has no authority figure or anyone to like say, stop now. Go to therapy. People treat him like a god, like they really do, and he makes like very, you know, religious, religion inspired yeah. music. Yeah, exactly. And like these people who are getting into like these little arguments over text with him, they're probably like 
really excited and happy to be texting Kanye. You know what I mean? And they're happy they're like yeah. getting all this press. They're too like wrapped up in the excitement of being involved with Kanye for them to be the person they should be and say, Kanye West, stop this right now and go to therapy. Like that's like there's no point in like engaging with someone who's as mentally ill as Kanye. Because, like, that's, like, he needs... And he has the money, too, which is a frustrating thing, too. I know lots of people who need help, and they would love to get help, but they can't afford it. And then Kanye West could literally fly to the best possible psychiatrist in the entire universe. And he, uh... I don't know. It's like, is he... He must be lonely. Does he have anybody? Like, is there anyone who I loves him no really idea. at this point? Yeah. I mean... I'm sure. I'm sure Kim probably still loves Kanye, maybe. I don't know. I mean, being married to someone with that level of mental illness and that level of, you know, disregard for other people is really draining and difficult. But also she's like Kim Kardashian, so I don't know how difficult her life is, you know. But um, it's hard to say. It's just so... They're just so above everyone, you know. Like, they're... They're like American royalty, basically, which is really something. But yeah, um, yeah, I know. It's, I'm it's, sure. I'm sure there are people who love Kanye genuinely. I'm sure. I mean, his fans love him, but I mean, like people in his life, like his family, maybe. I don't know. I know his mother's not around, obviously, but I don't really know that much about Kanye's personal life. So, well, yeah, I think someone he, needs to step up and sort of, I don't know, maybe <laughs> do an intervention. I don't know. I'm sure that's been tried before. Well, I, I think I saw Kanye West post a screenshot um, on Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. Of his dad texting him, like, LOL, that White Lives Matter thing was so... Yeah, yeah. It was like a text message from his dad saying, White Lives Matter, ha ha ha. Like, so his dad... It seems like his dad... Oh my God. Is it, like enabling and encouraging this wild behavior saying it's so funny that's really depressing you know when his dad should be saying like hey are you know if you have your political views whatever but like this is obviously like a cry for help (laughs) go to therapy absolutely (laughs) you know i I don't know what's gonna go go on with with kanye yeah i it's like you can never I, i feel like you can't predict what he's gonna do next yeah and i mean there's a level of like entertainment for sure with this like just seeing him like you never know what he's gonna say and it can be shocking and there's some form of entertainment in that but i mean ultimately it's probably pretty hurtful too especially to like his black fans maybe who are you know seeing him wear this like white lives matter bullshit with like candace owens oh god and And candace owens candace owens was saying like uh any honest person would would say that there was nothing anti-Semitic about Kanye West's tweets. Uh, you don't know but what... But then they were calling Ilhan Omar anti-Semitic for criticizing, like, Isra- the state yeah, of Israel. Like, I it's... Know. The hypocrisy... Yeah. ...is very obvious. Yeah, it's... And also, like, I'm sure his, he has a lot of Jewish fans, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, Who are course. probably really sad and upset yeah. about their idol, yeah. basically... The only thing that's, to me, is satisfying about the situation is getting to see Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk 
like eagerly try to associate themselves with Kanye West and eagerly try to like use Kanye West as like a prop for their right wing <laughs> narratives, only for them like a few days later to like exactly. completely get owned because Kanye West owned. goes on an anti Semitic rant. So, anywho, not much else to say there. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out about it. I would love to see Kanye West apologize. I've been waiting for a long time for Kanye West to get his shit together and it hasn't happened. So, We'll, uh, It'll be interesting to see how Kanye Kanye fans defend this one. Yeah, yeah. It's always a fun, fun, fun experience seeing that stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I love seeing on Twitter like people like, he's not being anti-Semitic. He's just simply trying to expose these truths about Jewish people. It's oh like, my God. Like, well, I don't know. I think that's anti. <laughs> your your mind on Kanye. Yeah, your mind. This, on this is Kanye. your mind on Kanye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, well... You want to move to on get, to the next... Yeah, let's get into some more insane... More insanity. Thingies, some more in mental insanity. Um, the so Guardian. There was an article... I'm sure the majority of our audience has probably seen some, some thingy about this online. Um, there was a Guardian article about... Um, written, penned by this this woman who whose uh, partner came out to her as as trans or non-binary um and it's basically an essay about her experience like coming to terms with you know losing the person she knew and thought would marry her and so on because you know she's a straight woman and um her partner who came out as trans is now like not the same person and you know she's not willing to you know date another woman or you know do that thingy so it was an interest it was an interesting read to say the least it was an interesting read yeah and to be entirely clear you know for me if i were dating someone for a long time was excited about possibly marrying them and they they came out as like a trans man i mean i'm gonna be honest that that probably would be something that like would be possibly something that would end end the relationship because I can't see myself being attracted to a man. That's just the truth. And the issue isn't necessarily with her breaking up with her partner because her partner turned out to be trans. Uh, the issue with the article is that she is being so insensitive and so mean and yeah. so cruel because she's talking about as if she's the victim of like, oh my goodness, yeah. I thought I was going to marry this person and like, just woe is me. Um, and just completely not thinking at all about her partner's feelings, using the wrong pronouns, like the entire mm-hmm. article and some absolutely insane lines in there like, oh, and also... He got new pronouns. Now he goes by they, them. And then like starts using they and them in the article and then like goes back to saying he and him. And it's like just you can just tell she's like going about how good of a liberal she's been for always being accepting yeah, of trans people. That was the worst part for sure. It was just like I th- I'm a good ally. I thought I was a good ally anyway. And I was sharing infographics to my story about LGBTQ rights. Um, I, that line about Harry Styles, let me find that line. That was insane. Um, this is, this is the world we're dealing with, guys. Yeah, she, uh, she said, um, I sought out an article that listed everything gender progressive that Harry Styles has ever said. 
It's like anything. <laughs> Anytime you're putting barriers up in your life, you're just limiting yourself. So it's it's there's there's multiple things that are funny about it. One that being felt like that, satire. Yeah, it's like one is that like you're going through this experience that that yeah i could understand it be it might be it might it would be challenging you know if you if you thought you were going to marry a man and then it turns out that they're a trans woman i could see but like the fact that harry styles is your go-to source oh my as if God. harry styles is the expert he's not on even LGBT. gay yeah harry like, styles that's that, that's what we've been this man like that's he's what we've been guy. saying on this podcast for weeks and weeks and months now is that harry styles we're obsessed with is him, the face real. of the lgbt like he harry styles is the face of the lgbtq community and he's not even in lgbtq Ugh. that's the it's issue so annoying we're not we're not exaggerating when we're complaining about this like if you have this, this- has real consequences guys yeah, like yeah. these like straight liberal people are seeing that and like actually taking it to heart like yeah they th- like they really think harry styles is like a good source you know who's a good source maybe your trans ex-partner you know what I mean? Maybe literally, or just any trans oh person. God. Literally we, any trans listen, person. Yeah, literally anyone. Like yeah. and I I remember she said I didn't I've like never she never knew any trans people in her life and stuff. So, okay, well you have your partner and I guess like I understand like not talking to your partner, but you really go to Harry Styles as a, as a source. Like Harry Styles is a cis man. He's not a trans woman. He's not like non-binary. No, no. He literally just freaking wears ugly dresses and gets praised for it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you oh know, my god, this line. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say like I oh I hate to say it. This is gonna be mean, but I always think of Harry Styles fans as like empty vessels. <laughs> who just have no like no taste no clues about anything yeah. and then like harry styles is the thing on the radio that's put in front of them so they like it and they're told yeah. that that's what an attractive person is supposed to be and they're told that's what like lgbtq things are supposed to be even mm-hmm. though harry styles is none of those things so you're just an oh, empty God. vessel going amongst i feel your bad life. too but it's so true <laughs> and like... then and then you just because you're so like I don't know, just so, like you have such a smooth and empty brain that when you <laughs> encounter this complicated life situation, instead of like oh dealing with it like an adult and talking to your partner and talking to other trans people and like trying to come to terms terms with it in a like a personal kind of situation, you run and write an article in The Guardian that is like just exposes how dumb you are. Like that to yeah. me is like the It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Like they're wearing Shein micro trend clothing. Like it's just the most generic, unoriginal. I, I feel like the CIA I, I, wrote this to try to like yeah, the CIA wrote this to try to like make Psy-up. us mad. Yeah, um, yeah, that's facts. And there was this line. Oh, can I talk about this? Yeah, line? go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so this line was like. My new therapist was a large woman with a kind face whose accent I couldn't decipher. Yeah, that was okay. So weird. What? Why? I I understand you're trying to maybe build some atmosphere and you know make this more of a story or whatever, but this is just what is this actually contributing to the narrative? Like literally nothing. No, no. Is oh, that, this part is like oh yeah. my god. That's 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 the author's idea of being progressive is just acknowledging <laughs> the fact that your therapist is fat. And then having, and also acknowledging that, like, oh, I'm so progressive. I go to a therapist who's fat and has mm-hmm. an accent. <laughs> How many times had he dared himself to tick something other than male? Yeah. Every time I used the public loo, I wondered if he wanted to use the women's. Yeah. 
Oh, and that's the Monroe Bergdorf was the. F- Sorry, I have to read this last. Yeah, one. go ahead. Go ahead. Was making history as the first transgender woman on the cover of Cosmopolitan magazine. Had he bought a copy? Like, yeah. oh my God, you are so corny. It's really corny. Yeah, and it's it's funny because it's the Guardian, yeah. and like a British author, and like the guard, like like the UK right now is just the face of like being really dumb and insensitive about trans people a large part of that being like jk rowling but i feel like i feel like the guardian is just constantly pumping out like like really bad trans related content to try to like trigger their like british audience because it seems like everyone in the uk right now is like super like anti-trans and like i wasn't aware of this but people like i've i've recently like in the past few months like learned that uh the uk is like especially transphobic which, I mean, I, I actually, I don't really know why. I don't know what specifically, like, why why would the, U, the UK be more transphobic than the United States, for example? Like, hmm. what's the, what's the factor there? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, I mean, the United States is, like, extremely transphobic, so it's hard of to course, think. Of it's course. It's hard to, it's hard to really th- think that the UK is more transphobic, but to me, it just seems like for whatever reason, I think I think a lot of it, frankly, has to do with like tabloids, like the Daily Mail That's and like true. the Sun and stuff. Like, the, I feel like the UK is just like the like the home of the most nasty clickbaity tabloids yeah. in the universe. And That's like, so true. All these tabloids love writing about trans people because they love looking to like. I don't know, exploit trans people for like clicks for and, like, clicks and, and like, sales. A, yeah. It's really disgusting because it has like material effects on like actual people. Yeah. And the guardian is like, is like left. The guardian is like left wing usually and is like usually fairly respectable, but even the guardian can't resist the temptation of that clickbait trans related content that is written by a non-trans person about a non-trans person's experience dealing with the, the, you know a crisis that a trans person went through. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, this line. This is 2022. Love is love. And if Harry Styles says it's okay, then it's O-fucking-K. Yeah, yeah. Like, you cannot, you actually cannot make this up. Like, yeah. this is legit. I'm reading, like, from the actual... And also, I was surprised that she was brave enough to show her face. Yeah, she had she had two pictures of herself in the article, like modeling and stuff, looking beautiful, blah blah blah. Uh, nothing. No! About- just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Well, you know, it's just like it's just weird. Like she's like obviously like trying like all prettied up, you know, like putting her. No, face no, no. Her- I know. No, I agree. I. I and it's just like she's is- like deliberately trying. T- she's posing. She's you know, like she's- making. It was a photo shoot. It's a photo shoot. It's she's making this story about like like obviously obviously anyone reading this story knows that her trans partner is going through way more suffering, way more suffering than her. But there's no photos of her partner, no, like, obviously this was something she wrote completely behind their back, you know? Uh, And it's very, it's very disgusting. It's like, oh, 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 sweet. I have, you know, I have a trans person in my life, uh, like, with a little, like, I have a little bit of drama with a trans person in my life. This is great. Now I get to write an article and put it in the Guardian and get like a bunch of attention and like clicks and stuff. It's really disgusting. Um, this line: "Seeing a fire emoji, merely a sign of solidarity, left on a trans woman's Instagram from June 2021, scorched a hole in my heart." 
Like, this is insane. Yeah, yeah. The writing is insane. And I do, I don't know, I do want to say, like, this is probably a really, this probably was a difficult experience for her, too. Not oh, as, yeah, definitely. Not as much as, like, the mental torment of, like, gender dysphoria and so on. But, like, I can understand, like, there's probably a, a, a period of grief and I don't know. I, I was thinking about this while reading it because obviously it was terribly written and executed. Um, but I don't know. Like if there was to be an essay about the experience of, you know, being with a partner and that partner comes out as trans and then like having to separate because, you know, you're you're straight or, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like that is an that is an interesting experience i guess that because it's not that common probably Mm -hmm. um and i mean it's probably difficult for both people involved but i feel like there was a way to do this in in a way more respect respectful way yeah definitely than this oh definitely and i hope i hope my trans like followers and listeners like aren't upset with me because I said that I I I I I don't know I think there's a way more compassionate way to like approach this subject than how she did it yeah no I it's just disgusting really honestly it's just a really horrible piece of writing yeah I I come I completely agree um it is it is uh I mean you know like It, it yeah it, it it is a kind of a unique thing but at the same time like i don't know like 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 we were saying like, i mean do we need an essay like do did this story need to be told you know like yeah i feel like the story is only know. worth telling if the story is told really 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 well uh and with like a lot of compassion and love yeah. for the trans person in the story but instead it's like not like that at all she's victimizing herself yeah in this really pathetic way. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like implica- like that you can re- you can tell from the tone of the essay. There's like a lot of like uh, like as if she was hurt by society or bar- by her partner or something. Like as if like this trans yeah. thing has gone out. It of was like a betrayal, now. like a betrayal. Yeah. Um, this. Like, yeah. I was a good liberal who supported trans people, but it's not supposed to actually impact me. Yeah, you know? that's exactly. It was just horribly, horribly done. Yeah. She seems like I'm glad. I I'm glad that they're broken up. Honestly, I hope that her partner is happier and with someone who accepts them. Yeah. And isn't crazy <laughs> sorry yeah. i just yeah. i don't know that it really it really rubbed me the wrong way that article and I, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way too but i hope it doesn't it's just gonna be more fuel for turfs unfortunately yeah i know and i, I was I, I was seeing on twitter and uh people who were um you know like site like siding with the author um and and like you know, I mean, on Twitter, obviously, you're just going to find a ton of, like, anti-trans discourse all the time. And I was really sad to see in the replies to this, the, the Guardian tweeting this article out, was actually, actually Anna Kachian of um, of, Red, of Red Scare, the Red Scare podcast. And she was uh, talking, like, someone said, someone, in, you know, replied to this article saying that... Um, Basically, that some some heterosexual men have a fetish to dress as the op, uh, opposite woman, uh, opposite as, as woman in woman's clothing, 
um, and was saying that being trans is just a fetish, basically is what this person was saying. And then Anna Kachian of the Red Scare replied saying, that's true, but people have realized that you can garner more empathy if you if you make trans being trans as an identity group rather than as a fetish oh my, community. That's so disgusting. So yeah, so Anna Kachian was basically saying that being trans is just a is just a fetish and trans people are deceptively lying and saying it's an identity rather than a fetish so they can get more empathy, which is just absolutely absurd. Like you can just talk to like any trans person, it is like so asexual weird too, trans person. Because yeah. like Anna Kachian, like I, I, she's friends of the Kari Neff, who is a trans woman, you know, like it's not like she doesn't know trans people. Yeah, I don't know. I was really confused. Like, I'm hoping she's trolling. Maybe it's I'm It's so missing. hard to tell with her, honestly. Like, I, I think she's really just getting into... She loves to get a reaction online. I've just been seeing her tweet a lot of pretty... Uh, horrible takes. Horrible takes lately. And I'm just starting to think, well, maybe this is like the, you know... I mean, it pays off big time. To be like a cool, like trendy, attractive woman on the internet and post right-wing things... Like, you can get a lot of attention, yeah. a lot of followers really quick, lots of Patreon followers really quick. So maybe, I think, even though she tweets it's a lot It's the Kanye about, debate, honestly. It's yeah. the Kanye debate. Like, is yeah. it for attention? Yeah. I don't and, know. Or is it that it's she's actually, like, not well? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know about enough about her, but I will say it is disappointing because... Um, well, I don't know. She uh, she has a lot of influence on people. She's very influential, exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's very. Did you very see sad. that? Did you see see that tweet? Um. From that trans man who was basically saying like, what was the line? It was like, um, this is what five years of hormones does to a a teenage girl. Mind you, I'm 21. Did you see that? It was a balding trans guy, and he was basically mm. talking about like how like he's still trans but like he supports like detrans stuff which is like like in the sense that like i don't know he was basically just saying like i don't know giving hormones to young people is wrong <laughs> even though and, he like, did, even though he did that exactly i mean he's basically saying the system failed me and allowed me to go on hormones when i was way too young to actually make an informed decision and um i don't think he was explicitly like saying that not all people should I mean, young people should go on hormones but it was something along those lines and then he also said yeah i i don't think it's worth it to you know detransition for me even though i want to because i don't want to subject cisgender women to the same terrors that trans women subject to cis woman and that or some it was like something like that and i was like what the fuck are you saying like hmm. what there just yeah. seems to be a lot of like anti-trans discourse going on online and it's just really disappointing I, it's yeah it's non-stop on twitter i feel like everybody's realized now that this specific topic is just it gets a lot of engagement, which gets you a lot of clicks and gets you a lot of revenue. So everybody's looking for a hot take on trans people at the expense of trans people, unfortunately. Um, very depressing. <sighs> and everybody feels, uh, you know, like, uh, J like I don't know. I, I, bla I honestly blame J.K. Rowling. I blame J.K. Rowling. Honestly, yeah. She really she really did a number. Because there's just yeah. too, ma there's too many cisgender... 
um, women who are still into Harry Potter at their big age. So I feel like I feel like the author of this uh, Guardian article looks like a Harry Potter fan. No, it's true. Yeah, it's no, it's true. It's true. So, yeah. guys, don't consume any Harry Potter stuff because this is your this is your brain on Harry Potter. So, your brain so, on Harry Styles, your brain on Kanye, your brain on Harry Potter. So we do we do have a little bit of mildly good news we can kind of move into now, yeah. which is um, Joe Biden pardoning everyone who has been arrested for marijuana possession on the federal level has been pardoned uh so if you've been con- if if you have a federal if you've been convicted at the federal level for possession of marijuana you have uh you get to take that off your record and uh you don't have to worry about that impacting your uh opportunities for getting jobs and stuff and he also encouraged his uh his administration to look into rescheduling marijuana so it's like a less uh less harshly punished like he wants he, he wants he wants to make his he wants his administration to look into decriminalizing marijuana yeah, or in changing the classification right i think i remember he did a thread on on twitter yeah he did a good thread and he said on twitter it's funny like now this is the way that politicians you know communicate um yeah i mean the president anywho um I think part of the thread he was basically saying, yeah, like marijuana is classified as the same sort of drug as these like other hard drugs. I can't remember what they were. Heroin. Heroin. Yeah, exactly. So he was basically saying like, that's just not fair. Yeah. So yeah, it's classified. I was seeing a lot of people online just saying this is like the first Biden W. Well, the thing is, is, so there's a, there's a few there's a few nuances that I think people need to know about. One is that this uh, pardon only affects about six thousand five hundred people, because oh my, yeah, I because, I heard that too. That's yeah. just because most people who go to jail <laughs> for mar- most people who go to jail for marijuana possession um, are going to jail uh, in at the state level, like state prisons, and. Joe Biden doesn't have the power to pardon uh, from from state like state level offenses. He has the power to pardon right. for federal offenses. So I'm glad he did it, and he did encourage. He said, "Okay, I'm doing this at the federal level. I encourage all governors to pardon for the same thing at the state level." And um, I'm glad he did that. I believe he probably genuinely believes that this was a good idea because at this point, how could you? How on earth could you believe that having your job opportunities uh, diminished for the remainder of your life because you were arrested for smoking pot as like an eighteen-year-old or whatever? How do, how can anyone find that rational? It's is beyond. Especially me. when like weed is now legal and like a you know a sign a decent a portion of the U.S. Yeah, and I mean. Even if it's not, there's like in Minnesota here, like basically like edibles are legal. Like, um, it, it's ridiculous, and I I'm sure, you know, Biden anticipates the there's like that there's gonna be a shift, and I imagine relatively soon. Do you think relatively soon, like marijuana will be legal throughout the the U.S.? Uh, 
I think so. I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been waiting. I feel like back when I was like 15 or when I was like 16 years old and like really like excited about pot and stuff, I was like, oh, it's going to happen <laughs> any day now. And now I'm 26. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's been 10 years. And I mean, it's legal in like New York and like DC and like the places I actually hang out. So the I'm places cool that it. matter. It doesn't. Just yeah. Kidding. The places Just that kidding. Matter. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I feel sick to my stomach thinking about people who are like in like you know, Mississippi or something like that being like chased down by the cops because, you know, lots of cops obviously are looking for any excuse to throw someone to jail. Um, so I do think it obviously it should be legalized across the entire country or at least decriminalized. Um, so I don't know when it's, I don't know when it's going to happen. Obviously this is, you know, we have the midterms coming up very soon. This is like a very popular, easy kind of like, it's like a, like a, like, a, like someone's like lobbing a ball and this is like an easy home run for biden it's just just signal that he wants to decri- uh, decriminalize pot is he going to be able to do it i mean he can't do it i don't think alone he did pretty much everything he could at this point i i, I feel like uh do you United's- think this is an important first step i think it's i mean i think so like i i think it's gonna i don't know i feel like it's been i don't think it's the first step i feel like there's been like lots and lots and lots Mm. of little steps with like individual states legalizing which puts pressure on other states nearby to legalize or decriminalize but i do think this is a a good um a good like movement in the right direction um uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, even though it only impacts like 6,500 people, like first off, that's not nothing. Like I'm glad those 6,500 people don't have this on their record anymore. And there was also, from what I was reading, there was like no, like there's literally zero people who are in like federal prisons right now for for like possession of marijuana. So it's not like anyone's being like released from jail. It's just like people who were in jail previously um, having it removed from their record. Does that mean that these people can vote? Yeah, yeah. Now they can. That's that's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a nice little thing, and it's like, I I I agree. I think I like to think of it as like an, another little stepping stone in the right direction. Uh, probably gonna help him in the midterms. I think people see the headlines and they think that this is like, because you know we all know that hundreds of thousands of people, mostly teenagers, have gotten in uh, legal trouble for possession of pot, and it's it would be really nice if they didn't get in any trouble for that uh at this point it's just ridiculous like <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't i don't know enough about like if biden really could do anything else like i'm i'm, I'm always i'm like it's kind of a head scratcher when he's like okay i'm gonna tell my administration to look into rescheduling pot as not as the same level as heroin it's like do, do, do people really need to look into that? Can't you just like tell them, oh yeah, let's go ahead and reschedule that? Like, do you need do you need to like have like a a team come together and like, hmm, let's look at the data. I have no we, idea. I don't know. It just, I don't, I don't. It's it's very hard. Bureaucracy. It's very hard to tell like what can he actually do and versus like what's like just the politics of it, you know? Do you think so. that that's like ambiguous on purpose or? Yeah, yeah, I do because I think like. For people like you and me who look into it and say, oh, it's only infecting 6,500 people, that's like kind of a bummer. But I think the average person at this point in the United States, like, is on board, even like Republicans are on board with like, okay, let's decriminalize, you know, if they have, they might have like a bit more of like a libertarian kind of perspective of like, oh, I don't want to spend too much taxes on, on, on the j- prisons or whatever. 
versus like maybe liberals and leftists are more like just have humanitarian reasons and also like pot <laughs> but uh yes i think it's intentionally ambiguous to kind of shield the fact that it's kind of a low-key thing that probably doesn't really do very much uh at least in the short term so yeah well well we'll see so that's the good that's the good news you're getting this week is yes! that that 6,500 people who had a little thingy on their record now have it removed, which is nice. Um, um so. I just Oprah'd pretty hard, so. We have we have more epic news. Speaking of people who smoke weed, <laughs> now we're gonna talk about <laughs> NYU students. That was NYU. so funny. I actually have I actually have some pretty strong feelings about this because I went to NYU, mm. and I think a lot of people see the headlines and laugh, but I swear. There's a, this story actually goes pretty deep. So I'm not kidding. I'm serious. No, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see you so passionate about this. It's yeah. really fun. So basically, an NYU professor who teaches organ, organic chemistry was fired after, after over 80 students signed a petition complaining that the class was too hard. Um, and he was fired because the class was too hard. And obviously, this is great clickbait for a lot of boomers who are like, OMG, this this younger generation's getting so lazy, they have a hard class, and instead of sucking it up that they got a C instead of an A, they're signing a petition to get this teacher fired. Um, I think this is actually a really, really, like, important... I think this highlights something really important, because... Organic chemistry is notoriously an extremely hard class. And the people who study organic chemistry, a very, very, very large percentage of them are studying organic chemistry because they are considering possibly going to med school at some point. Isn't that, wouldn't you say that's true, Sophie? Like, yeah, well, I mean, I I actually quit biochemistry right before I started organic, so yes. I can't I can't really testify to my own experiences with it. Um, but everyone in like my major at the time when I had that major, like almost everyone was like pre med, and yeah. it's also like notoriously known as like a a weed out class. Yeah by design because i mean in theory you don't want you know incompetent or like poorly performing people like being doctors and like saving lives etc that's the argument so yeah so my argument is that we really 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 need more doctors like whatever your political hmm. views are are you if you're a conservative you're going to want more doctors. If you're a liberal, you're going to want more doctors. If you want universal health care like the UK, you want more doctors. If you want free market, you know, everyone for themselves, capitalism health care, you want more doctors, all right? Having more doctors is going to help make health care more affordable. It's going to help when you have maybe something like I just had last week. I swear to God, I had surgery to have a little bit of skin cancer removed. Having more doctors means I don't have to wait as long, losing sleep at night as I'm waiting anxiously to find out when my surgery is going to be because there's going to be more doctors who are going to actually be able to schedule in, schedule you in. Doctors are like 
such an obvious like win for society. Like the more doctors means more people are going to have their lives saved. The more research is going to be done to to invent it new medications. It benefits literally everyone. It's so obvious. And instead, what we have are these pretentious, dumbass professors who, yes, they're geniuses. They they know a lot about organic chemistry, but they don't know shit about how we're having a fucking crisis in our country because there's not enough doctors. And they're thinking, oh, I'm doing the world a favor by making making it so incredibly smart people are too scared. Like, okay, Sophie, for example, Sophie is an extremely, extremely, extremely smart person. She oh, absolutely, you. yeah, you are absolutely you. smart enough to become a doctor. You are absolutely smart enough to become thank a you. really great doctor. <laughs> and you. the fact that like, and there's tons of people like Sophie who are really smart and they think, you know what? I want to become a doctor because that's going to be good for society. And then they go to this class and then there's some some power-hungry, power-tripping professor who makes the class way too hard, so hard that even if you get an A in the class, you probably didn't fucking learn anything because the class was so hard you were just taking Adderall and memorizing it and forgetting it the next day. And instead, a lot of these smart people like Sophie are going to go and study Aww. fucking media or something like that. And then they're going to yes! go work and then they're going to go work for Facebook. So Facebook can make more money trying to keep you addicted and trying to get you viewing more ads. We Kyo have a society that's literally me. pushing thousands and thousands of incredibly intelligent people away from becoming doctors, which we really fucking need. And instead, are we, we're funneling them into like the most useless industries <laughs> you could possibly imagine. And these students coming together and signing this petition to tell this organic pr- pr- professor, organic chemistry professor, this is fucking stupid. I stand with these NYU students. Thank you so much. I we need more doctors, and it's insane to me that like these dumbass professors who are good at chemistry but bad at social skills are like destroying our country by preventing us from having more doctors. Um, that's my rant. And I mean, there's, there's, there's more to it. You know, I think we need more, I think medical schools need to be more lenient about letting more people in. Um, you might be like, oh, but that's going to result in lower quality doctors. I beg to differ. I think there's a lot of incredibly smart people who, um, like I said, are totally capable of being incredible doctors who are not having these opportunities because there just aren't enough, uh, openings, at medical medical schools, and that there's there's reasons for that with uh, with uh, I don't know like there's 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 politics behind medical schools wanting to not let very many students in because they want fewer doctors so so that the doctors um, can make more money basically there's there's politics behind it but long story short fuck you organic professor organic chemistry professor and I know. We have so many smart people who I know and see every single day that should be doctors but aren't because the system is rigged. So that's my rant. Hmm. Yeah, I I most I agree. I think I agree. Um <laughs> I just can't help but think, well, maybe I should have stayed with being a doctor because <laughs> now I work in I'm now I'm studying media and now I'm doing something useless. <laughs> I, Sophie, I have that thought every single day, yeah. but, then I, but then I remember, oh wait, no, I couldn't have gone to medical school because I would, I went to NYU and I would have gone into that fucking class with that organic chemistry professor and I would have had a panic attack and dropped out. Yeah, that's so basically like, what happened to me. With that's what happened to you. Chemistry, it's like, yeah. It's like, like these, like, it's so stupid. We literally have professors, like these little dumbass professors 
who are they're nerds they're fucking nerds they need to they need to get a wedgie and be like just give more a's out what's your fucking issue be a better teacher yeah that's that's the part i was you know really focusing on for sure is like what if we had an organic organic sorry organic chemistry class where the teacher like really actively like tried to teach people i mean i'm sure they do but as far as i know these classes are really big usually and they're like lecture hall situations there's no like individual support um i imagine that the the quality of instruction is just so limited because of that um and i don't know like if i feel like they need to what if what if the professors and the thingies got thingies got more epic at teaching See, this is, okay, that's actually a great point. Like, if we're going to give the professor the benefit of the doubt, and maybe they were legitimately trying their best, and they just couldn't do it, you know? This kind of just kind of falls all back in kind of like the same problem, which is like, our society is just bad at allocating resources. Like, we really, really yeah, need to allocate. that's like the main yeah root we of need to. All. We need to educate more people on these really important things. We need more doctors. We need, like... Yeah, like, and, and also, like, a lot of professors, like, they do not want, well, they either don't want to be teaching, they want to be doing research, or they literally have, like, no teaching, like, training. They have no training in being an instructor. And I can, I mean, I can testify this, because my mom is a professor, and she received literally no training in any sort of, like, education and instruction. Yeah. So, I feel like that... I, I don't know. I would assume that would play a role in in the quality of, of these classes. Like, yes, you're being taught by these incredibly smart, talented, you know, well-read people involved in the industry, blah, 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 blah. But if they don't know how to teach it well, you know, that's only you're only giving them half of the the resources they need. I feel like you need like a good teacher. Yeah, no, it's true. I think I think that's a good point. Like, I think you're probably you're probably more right than I am. Like, for me, I want to just say the teachers being an asshole, and I'm glad they got fired and all that stuff. Um, but there's, I mean, I actually have a theory. I have a theory about um, science professors, and this is based on me being a biochemistry major. Um, I feel like they're all sociopaths, kind of, like. Mm. Not actually, but like every time like I would communicate with them or just like seeing their emails and so on, there's just like no emotion, no empathy for like how difficult the content was. You know, like everyone was like failing all these like tests and everything. Yeah. And there's just like no empathy, no compassion, no like genuine like desire to like help people get A's like when I switched to, you know, studying history, um, I noticed that, like, every time, all of those classes, like, the professor's like, I really want you guys to get an A in this class, and, like, I'm going to do my best so that you can. You know, that, and I have got way more out of those classes, and I know that it's, like, objectively, like, not as hard as chemistry, um, but I don't know, that's interesting. I don't know, I just, there's just this lack of, it's, I mean, quite literally clinical, you know, and scientific. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the yeah, science field. Yeah, that's a great field. point, yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I think this is actually a really, really important, a really important topic. Like, this is literally 
educating the future of like um you know people who are going to be figuring out like the cure you know? yeah like people who are going to like figure out the cures to different diseases and like this is like like edu- like science education is like if if you're just like this imagine that you're like dictator and you want to make a utopia yes the Sorry. first thing you're going to do as dictator is just put a ton of money into like science education you know what i mean like that's what you like that is like such an easy return on investment you put a bunch of money in in, in educating people on like medic on like medicine and 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 chemistry and and biology like you're going to get like a bit like a ton back and uh, I I feel like right now it's just kind of like uh, anarchy right now where it's just like well um well hopefully this professor is not too much of a sociopath and hopefully this incredibly smart student who is totally capable of becoming an amazing doctor doesn't help doesn't happen to be paired up with this awful professor who scares them from ever going to medical school even though they would have found the cure for cancer you know what I mean like that's like mm. like I think it's a really really under discussed and under thought of, like like. Thinking about how we manage research and education is like so critical. And even though this is like a funny headline of like, you know, you can picture these spoiled NYU kids firing a teacher. Like, I think it, it's actually like. It's kind of based. It's like a huge. Yeah. You know, there's and, there were some there's been times where I'm like, God, I wish I could fire my professor. Yeah. Yeah. Some you know, of them like, deserve it. Yeah. Not. Is it? They're just I mean, bad. There's just some bad professors out there. And not also, good at teaching. And also another thing too. This is probably a part of the story too. A lot of there's like, there's like a lot of like, academics who don't have jobs and like are severely underpaid. So it's not like the people to teach this stuff aren't there. You know what I mean? It's just like. I think I think another big part of it is just universities just setting themselves up to make as much money as possible rather than hiring as many fantastic educators as possible since they're interested in making money rather than educating. So, yep. It's a it's a it's a it's a let's just say the the healthcare crisis in America goes really really deep all the way down to like the classroom level in college. It's like just rotten all from the bottom up. So, epic that's kind of why we need a punk revolution i guess and that's why we need a punk Um, revolution and i do have a question do you think that any of this like any part of the story is like specific to the nyu experience as a alumni well i did have a a really hard class where a professor um gave like i studied economics and i remember one of our midterms the average grade was uh um I think it was like an, an, uh, an 18, 18 out of 100. That was oh the average grade. Oh my God. Yeah, 18 out of 100. Oh my God, that's terrible. Um, And yeah, I mean, like it, the class was curved, but you can imagine if the average is 18 at that point, you're just kind of guessing um, and nobody knows any of the answers and hopefully you can scrape a few points by writing the correct like equation or something like that. Um. I don't I, I I don't know if it's NYU specific. I'm sure like lots of people have similar stories all around the country. Um but I don't know, it does scare me a bit. It does scare me a bit that like this is so fundamental to like the future of our entire planet is like how like how we educate people. And it's kind of like what the fuck? We're having these sociopathic professors like like what you end up studying like how well you do in college what you major in what you do after you graduate so much of that literally comes down to am i getting a professor who has like a four out of five on 
rate my professor or a two out of five on rate my professor <laughs> you know what i mean it's like so <laughs> yeah, fucked up that's true yeah <sighs> well all right i think i got all my rage out um i'm glad I, i'm glad i'm not i really enjoyed anymore. that by the way yeah i yeah uh, i can't wait to be done with, with your life is better after you graduate college I people know. say it's harder but no it's easier um Yay. and all right so we're gonna move on to the last topic which is the the most dream, important most important topic. dream face reveal yes yes that so, dream, that dream is making me, making me want to take a nap because I'd never, I, well, do you think he's ugly? Because that seems to be the debate. Is dream ugly? Yeah. I think dream looks like the most a normal, guy normal dream. human yeah. being imaginable. Like his content is designed to be like the most normal content ever it's literally minecraft I mean, his, like, content yeah literally and it's like profile pictures like a smi- like a poorly drawn smiley face right yeah or yeah, something exactly. like that and did I you think... see on twitter that he got jumped i did not see that no that's really really there's sad. i don't know if he i think i don't know if he actually got jumped but like on his i think on snapchat or something like posted pictures and like I don't know his like face was cut up and stuff and like he claimed that he he fell off his bed or something but mm. people are speculating that that's not what really happened because it doesn't the wounds don't look like i don't mm. know oh, i don't know it's just a little aside just a little context by the way for people who don't know dream is a youtuber with over 30 million youtube subscribers he's has all those subscribers from posting videos of him playing minecraft and he plays minecraft and that's like literally all there is to it he's just a, he's just a white guy who's been anonymous he's like 20 years old and he plays minecraft and he showed his face after eight years of having his youtube channel he's been somehow anonymous this whole time i don't know how that's possible um he showed his face and he just looks like the most normal looking bland looking motherfucker ever and to me to me it's hilarious like when i saw his face i was like I, I, I literally have never watched any of his videos. I just know who he is. Same, same. When I saw When I saw his face, I was like, even though I've never seen any of his videos, I was like dying of laughter because <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. The most bland ass YouTube channel who's just like, he plays Minecraft videos. Like he's the epitome of like boring white teenager oh content. On Twitter, I saw this like someone like organized like a Zoom party where like they reacted to the face reveal and like everyone turned their sound on and they were just like cackling at his face it was so fucking funny it's like, really funny it's because so he funny. it's not that he's ugly really he's just like a normal guy like he's, he's no. really not ugly he's just like normal it's just like everyone just imagine like, anticlimactic millions, millions of people excited looking waiting to see this guy and then he shows and he has, his like, face he has fangirls too like yeah love him yeah he looks like troll face though because he's got that chin yeah he's he has got like, that that he, sharp jaw when he was showing when he was doing the video the face reveal video his face was kind of like turned to the side and he's like <laughs> he was like smiling awkwardly because he was like a little embarrassed to be on camera and his chin is like kind of like really points out so it came together he looks like the freaking troll face i mean what's more epic than that that's true that's true so I don't know. I'm happy for him. I mean, I don't really know much about Dream. I saw someone said that Dream said the N word a few years ago, and then someone someone else said that no, like that wasn't him. Literally, all of these like you like Sh- Jay Schlatt or whatever, like all of these like Minecraft like white boy um, 
yeah like and semi-anonymous streamers got like a similar yeah. similar past or at least people say they do so yeah i mean i don't know there's lots of people are saying that it wasn't him and it's fake or whatever mm. so i don't know if it's real or not but i mean come on like even if it's not him we all know that if you're like uh like a 20 year old white guy who plays minecraft all day and, and your name is clay and you're just like <laughs> a really plain looking white teenage boy you probably have said the n-word while playing minecraft at some point so it's that's true. just my theory um not not saying that's okay it's not okay but he just looks like the uh he just looks so van- he looks vanilla he looks, he looks like, like he looks like those kids like boys i went to high school with in like suburban minnesota yeah who like i love say that, i love that basically. his name is clay because clay Cause is just people the ulti- mold them and mold him into whatever they want to see wow i wasn't thinking that that's a lot deeper <laughs> I was just thinking it's kind of like the name like Kevin or something. It's just like the classic, oh. like, it's like a classic white boy name. Clay. Oh, gotcha. I'm Clay. I play Minecraft and my and I look like oh. uh, like yeah. I don't know. I encourage oh. everyone to watch the video because it's like hard not to laugh at how like, <laughs> normal he is. Kyle, Kyle, I'll send you that. I want to send you that tweet. It's so funny of the people reacting to it. All right, I would love. I would oh love God. to see that. Because, like I said, if I if like. If I'm someone who's never watched a, a dream video before, and then the face revealed to me was hysterical, bec- like Same. because of how bland he looks, then like you know he's he's fucking bland. I want so. corp corpse husband to go next. Yeah, corpse uh, husband next. I have to say though, it's really impressive that he has over thirty million followers, and like in all his videos, you could hear his voice and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, but like he somehow has managed to stay anonymous, like. That's the thing. Props he's just, to him, I guess. It's because he's such a generic guy. Yeah, it could that, literally like, be anyone. He could be anybody, and that's the, and that's another reason why people are saying, "Oh, Imagine I can't." Imagine if tell. you went to school with Dream and you didn't know. Yeah, I mean that would be insane. Like, like you, ever, like everybody hears his voice, knows what his vo- voice sounds like, but his voice is so plain, it could be anyone, and that's also why he's able to have like. He has like an excuse for that N-word video because he can say that's not me, and then people can be like, "Well, it it might be him, we, it might not be," because his voice is so generic that it's impossible to tell if it's him. And that's how he's mm. also able to stay anonymous. Wow, well played, Dream. Well played. Well played. Well played. Well played, Dream. Um, he's like whatever you want to make in your dream. He's he's you can mold him out of clay <laughs> to be whatever you want. <laughs> I want to write a fan fiction like that that just like describes like a girl in love with him or something oh it's like you're playing minecraft oh my god you're like molding you're molding the world around creative mode holy like clay (gasps) oh my oh my god yo oh my god what if i've now i'm starting to think that dream is also like a cia project (laughs) do you remember um what was this uh timmy thick do you remember timmy thick Oh yeah, Timmy and awesome. it's like Timmy Thick was a Harvard experiment. Yeah, and study we concluded with our study. Thank you for your time or whatever. I'm pretty sure that was a troll. Like that's not true. Like it wasn't yeah, actually yeah. a Harvard study. But yeah, I that mean, was a great post. Though this is the great... kind of academia I love. Yeah. So you no, know, can't you picture like CIA agents being like, "All right, this is Operation Clay." <laughs> Operation gonna, Dream. We're gonna make a human being out of clay. <laughs> oh my God. who's gonna play he's, minecraft he's a gift from god literally mm. 
That's very nice. That's very nice of you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I hope you're not... You, you know, Kyle, you're way more important to me than Dream is important to me. You know, I'd... You know, it's, I'm a big fan of Dream, but, you know, like, he's not as important as He also are. released music. So <laughs> he can, does? Sh- he released a couple songs, <gasps> but he, shit. like, he, they were really oh bad, so God. he got embarrassed and, like, deleted them. <laughs> oh, no, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so sad. I know. He Like, I know. It's it's really fun. I should, I should actually review his song for, like, this week oh as, like, God. a special. Oh, my God. What if we got Dream as a guest? We could never, but it'd be so oh. awesome. Yeah. It's really, funny because watching really his epic. videos is also like, how is this getting so many views? It's literally the most. It's just he's literally just playing Minecraft. I think I think someday someone should do a study or write a book about streamers in general. Oh yeah, he streams. There's too, just yeah. so many interesting angles to approach it through. You know, like the CIA is people working love on it. the streamers. They make a lot of money as you've told me and people develop these like very parasocial like emotional bonds as well it's very interesting i don't know it's interesting it is interesting yeah you you know how people say that like the reason why justin bieber has gotten so popular is because he's like an empty like vessel that people can project mm. what they want him to be you know Just like I mean? Harry Styles fans. Yeah, or Harry Styles fans. I feel like Dream is like because he's like an anonymous guy with like zero personality and a very generic voice and he even looks very generic and he plays like a generic video game. It like allows people to put project like, their project own. whatever That's they what want. That's what I meant Dream by him being like clay. Like they he's can, clay. Yeah, You're he's right. like clay. That's what I'm yeah, that was uh, he's wow. like a dream, you know? Wow. He's just a dream. He's not real. Wow. So that's, that's gonna beautiful. be in. Thank you. That's gonna be in my fan fiction on Wattpad. So if you guys want to check it out, Sophie, you gotta make it and post it. I know you're right. You're right. I can't just make these promises and not. You have through. some work. You got your work cut out for you. <sighs> All right. Well, maybe you know I'm gonna be in the wilderness this weekend. Maybe. I'll... Can you make? Can you make? Is, are there any people who are like full time fan fiction writers who like make money off of it? Um not now kind of there's like i think there's this website now and it's not technically fan fiction but people write like fan fiction-esque stories Mm. and they like people maybe pay to read that i don't even know like freelance writers that you can pay to kind of i don't know if it's like that per se like i can't remember what this service is called but it's basically like like pieces of writing that are modeled after the format of fan fiction like they're written in a similar way to fan fiction they cover Sophie, similar tropes this could be your big career opportunity mm-hmm. you could be instead the of first. being a do- instead of being a doctor this is this is doctor. what we really need so yeah i yeah. hope you guys are glad that i quit the pre-med stuff okay Sophie, don't feel bad about not becoming a doctor it's not i know i know i know we don't need more doctors Okay. Oh, we do, but well, just not me. Imagine not me you. being a doctor; it would not. It would be a waste because we need you to write fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, so expect Anywho. some thingies from me. Yeah, I would. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've reached the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts, thingies, or anything? Um, no. I think I think we we covered a lot of epic thingies. Um. Yeah. They, yeah. By the way, thanks everybody. Thanks so much for 
rating the podcast yes we've been getting uh, so many ratings lately it's, it's so, so amazing awesome. we're getting more listeners and everything yeah, too it's thank very you epic. so much it like it, ma- it like actually makes us very happy like yeah. we talk about it a lot we how love happy doing this podcast it. and yeah. we can only really keep doing it with the, your we support get, of get the clicking epic those support. epic ratings so thanks yeah, for so doing that and smash the it. five stars guys okay and sharing it with your friends and yes you know all righty thanks all for right. listening thank you Base News Network. Bye.